share with me and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust them. Business has been word of mouth and referrals. Mm -hmm. So if it were not for those word of mouth referrals. You went through all these experiences for a purpose. They are all serving a purpose. And I need you to now start ministering to other women. They need to know their value, their worth. They need to know how loved and they are. They need to know that I see them. I see what they're going through. and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. Today's show is going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm so glad that you're able to join us. Today's guest is a certified management accountant with experience in accounting, financial management, auditing, and operational leadership in both private and nonprofit and governmental sectors. She holds a bachelor's degree in finance and a master's in business administration. She has completed her designation as a Six Sigma Green Belt, which helps her to understand running operations efficiently and effectively, not only from a financial perspective, but also for the complete organization. She has a passion for helping individuals and businesses manage and maintain a strong financial uh, position. She's also experienced in budget management, financial analysis, and auditing services. She's an active member of the Institute Management of Accountants and frequently volunteers within her community. Her demeanor is professional and responsive, and she believes in maintaining a partnership with the clients that she works with. Y'all, please join with me in welcoming LaVon Smith. Hey, LaVon. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. What an honor to be here. What a privilege. Well, I'm so glad that you could join me uh, today on the show because as an entrepreneur, I'm a, a female entrepreneur who's not great with numbers. <laughs> it is so great to know someone who is, and uh, I'm just so grateful and thankful that you have shared your knowledge and your expertise with me and that you are sharing it now with all of those who are uh, listening in now or will uh, view the uh, broadcast later um, to share some nuggets of wisdom with us to understand what we need to know and how we get there so that we can be the strong 
working women who are successful in our businesses, especially in a financial, a financially secure way. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for that. I do appreciate you. So let's just go ahead and, and kick it off and get started. Why don't you tell me a little bit about you and, and who you are, what you do? I know I, I did a bio for you from the very beginning, but on your entrepreneurial journey, what was it that made you get started on this journey? So, of course, you know, I also, I don't know if it was said in my bio, but I also am a follower of Christ, right? And as I was going through life, there was one period in my life when I felt like there was something more that I wanted to do or that I was supposed to be doing. I kept crying out to the Lord saying, Lord, I don't want to die with like purpose on the inside of me. And one thing about that prayer, you have to be ready for when God begins to reveal it. Yes. So he started pushing me to do all this education. And I shared in in a couple of other platforms that I didn't want to do more education. I was so thankful to have completed my bachelor's degree. It was not until about 10 years later, after God would not release me, that I pursued more education. I was like, why God? Because mm-hmm. with a finance degree, who needs more than than a bachelor's? Mm-hmm. But it would not it would not leave me. And so he didn't start me with the masters. He started me with the Six Sigma and the CMA. And I mean, it was constant. I didn't even know what a CMA was, but God mm-hmm. gave it to me, and I had to research it. Wait, hold on. What's a CMA? Sorry, a certified management accountant. And so okay. you know, we're familiar with CPA, right? saying to the Lord, CPA, right? And then it was like, no, CMA. So anyway, (laughs) I pursued that and it was hard. It took Mm -hmm. me five years to like really ground myself to do it because it's hard if you research it, only about 45% of people pass the CMA. Oh, wow. So I was like, I didn't even want to go back to school. Now I have to go do like the hardest designation (laughs) out here. Like, what does this take? But long story short, I obey God in that. And it's like the minute I finally obeyed. And listen, I said it took me five years to like study and get serious and pass the exam. But Mm -hmm. once I passed the exam, I had people calling saying, well, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Mm -hmm. I need this. I need that. And I was like, okay, Lord, I committed the CMA to him that I will do what he needed me to do with it. And so when people started calling, I was like, what do you want me to do? And that's when LTS Financial Solutions came into play. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about that, really wasn't thinking about it, but it came into play. And he he gave me the instructions on how to start it and how to use it to tie it in with the CMA designation. And as soon as I started it, I had business going and we're, we're, we're gone from there. Wow. Wow. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so LTS Financial Solutions is now up and running. Up and running about two years, like 2019. Yeah. 2019, I believe, or 2020. Two wow. to three years. Wow. I'm so grateful for your obedience. <laughs> Truly, because I remember when I was telling you about my journey and I 
me not being a numbers person and trying to understand, well, this is what I have coming in and this is what I have going out. And I'm not exactly sure what's supposed to happen in the middle. So can you tell me what am I supposed to be doing here? What do I need to be mindful of? What do all these numbers mean? Oh, I just can't even. So. I know. And that's, it, it shocked me even you saying that how many people don't know that. So that then I began to realize the value of having LTS financial solutions because money, having money, knowing about money and knowing what to do with it, they're all different pockets completely. of understanding. Completely, yes. You can have it going, coming in. But like you said, if you don't know what you're doing with it, it will go out just as quickly as it came in and then something unforeseen happens and you're like, oh my word, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. I have no money. No money. But I make money. But right. I have money. Yeah. Right. Right. So how 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 does this happen? How? Yeah. <laughs> so um like, like I said, y'all viewers and listeners, y'all don't even know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, LTS Financial Solutions is a, a godsend to Executive Help Now and to Renee Speaks. So I uh, am so grateful. So on your journey, Levon, what would you say, how do you define success? So to me, there are different categories that I feel success falls into. Success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then you see purpose being walked out even on the other side of what you're doing. So success for me, let's say I'm working with you is when you get an understanding of how these numbers work and then you start implementing it. And then you're like, oh, okay. And you have it in place to do what it needs to do when it needs to be done. So that's one bucket. On the other side, Success also is seeing it in my own personal life, right? That I'm secure, but then I'm able to grab my children into being confident people. Like I'm not looking for a tangible house and keys and cars. I'm looking for the quality of life, you know, yeah. that the people around me can function well, even when I'm not around in business or in the personal realm. Right. Yes. So okay. tell me if that answered you like, I didn't give a definition like success looks like when I've hit a, a financial goal on the calendar, but success yeah. to me feels when life is moving together in the right direction. Right, exactly. And success, that that word itself is very subjective mm -hmm. depend, for, and it, for each person mm -hmm. because I loved your definition of success. When somebody gets what you're saying, and they actually start to implement it and you can see a change in their life because of the suggestions that you gave them, mm -hmm. that 100% is success. <laughs> I yeah. can really do that very, very well. Yeah. So yeah, and improving the quality of life for people, not just your clients, but your family as well. It's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. huge. Because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that there was a, a, a situation where I was trying to help a client, you know, get, 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 get. And it's like, they couldn't get it. And it wasn't coming together the way it needed to because they couldn't get or understand the tools and principles that I was giving. And I felt like we're not successful, even though they were getting the right things, the right tools, the right way. If they're not understanding it and implementing it, I still haven't achieved 
the purpose of them connecting to me is to mm-hmm. for you to be better in the end. I can't do it for you, exactly. but I need you to do what I'm telling you. And so part of it is helping you to understand that you need to get this done for you, not for me. Right, exactly. And that's the key. You can't want something worse for somebody than they want it for themselves. And I know that's so hard because when you feel so strongly and so passionate and you can see the potential in that person, Mm -hmm. but they just won't do it. They just won't. It's like, okay, I've given you the tools. I told you, this is what you need to do on this day. This is what you need to do on that day. And this is how much you need to put here and there and and all all of that. You can lead the horse to water, (laughs) but you can't make them drink. And I think that that is one of the things that us as women, I think, um, mm-hmm. tend to do that a lot more than men do in business. Yeah, I think men are more like, look, I don't giving you what you need. If you don't do it, that's on you. And I'm taking no responsibility. <laughs> None <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's smart. You've paid me. You've gotten what you need. It's on you. But we're like, but we want you to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So as a as a female entrepreneur, how would you um, how would you what advice would you give to other women so that they don't take those burdens on themselves like like they like we do tend to do? I, that that's what I was about to say. The the biggest advice is to give yourself grace, right? And and give yourself opportunities to learn. Not everything you have to take in so personal because it is business, and mm-hmm. business is a more factual, standardized kind of element. That's why if you're in business, they have policies and procedures and state laws and rules and governments that govern you. So there is a line of business that we fall in and we need to operate by. And then your personality comes in and forms another aspect of how you carry the business out. But you need to be careful that you're not letting your emotions and all of that overrule what you're supposed to be doing in business. There has to be a, a fine line there that you draw. Right, right. So true. Um, and hearing you talk about that makes me think about, like even in ministry, and I know that this isn't a, a ministry show, but when people come for counseling and you give them advice and their right. life is still a wreck, you know, a year later, right. <laughs> and it's because they haven't followed your advice, it's, that's not your fault. <laughs> right. 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 That's, so. that's where, and in any kind of business, not even in finance, if you're in retail and the dress didn't fit or look good in the picture as they thought it was, that's not on you, the retailer. Your product is still good. It's just how it was used. Right. No. Or the body it was put on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She need a bigger size. (laughs) LaVon, you are such a strong woman. You have been through a lot. You have really faced, gone, you know, through some challenges. What makes you so strong? I will tell you, it is the grace of God. Nothing else but God. I mean, when I look back over it and I wonder how did I make it? It's through prayer. It's through faith. It's through believing that I will get 
through this and not stay not staying stuck in the problem but always looking for the light ahead of how I could get out and you know what trudging through those storms and hard times that's what makes you strong because you then get to look back and say oh I made it through that and that made me stronger it's like lifting the weights it's like so hard it hurts so bad, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh, these arms, you know, the Michelle Obama arms. Right. <laughs> or the Angela Bassett arms. Yes. They had to go through some- Mary J. Blige arms. Yes. That, that didn't come overnight. That came through consistency of going through the motion of what it takes to get those Michelle Obama arms. It's the same thing with the strength of a woman, not everything that you go through, you just let it take you out. You keep working through that until yeah. you get to the other side of that. And then it makes you stronger through the grace of God. Absolutely. I can relate to that on so many levels, so many levels, because were it not for those trials mm -hmm. and those tests, you'd never know how strong you are. Absolutely. You never know. You think you on the outside looking at somebody else's situation, they're going through it and you'd be like, oh, man, I could never. I could never. But then you find yourself in that situation and you like all about it. What, what, yeah. You know, what, what do I what? What do I need to do? To, yeah. To get through it. Yeah. And, and that's the answer. What makes you strong going through the trials and the tribulations and the things that has happened over the course of my life to realize, oh, my, you made it out of that. You you have strength somewhere. And then so the next challenge, and you may not have the strength that you think you need for that, but you could pull back on how you got here this far yeah. and realize I'm going to have to build up another level of strength. Then that's right. And and more reliance on God. And more <laughs> He's going to be hearing from me more often. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I, I trust me. I get it. I've been there. He's heard my, my voice. <laughs> I've called on him many, many times and yes. uh, he's been so faithful um, through it all. So how do you empower yourself and the women around you? Again, I hate to be so like faith filled, right? But I empower myself. It's through okay. Prayer, through <laughs> faith through being careful what I'm feeding into my knowledge, into my spirit, my eyes and my air gates. I, I tend to listen and zone in on a lot of material that's positive, you know, and that's empowering and upbuilding. And so it fills me up and then anybody who comes around me, that's what you're gonna get because that's what I have on the inside of me. I, I have faith, I have the word of God, I have uh, maybe a Michelle Obama book playing in the background that says, you know, I can do it. You can too. And so when you talk to me, that's what's coming out. You can do this. I mean, why can't you? She did it. I'm trying to do it. Even if you fall down, get back up and let's keep going and, and do it again. So that's ultimately, and there are moments where I feel like you have bitten off way more than you can chew, young lady. And that is when I sit down and get into prayer or get into a space where I can reflect on where I came from and how I got here and realize, well, you've come this far. You can't stop now. Let's keep going with God and see where he's going to take us and realize that it's not in my hands anyway. I'm just following the directions of somebody leading me into what is called my destiny. 
Right. Absolutely. And when you feel like hearing you talk about that makes me think about when you feel like you've bitten off more than you can chew, but you know you're in purpose. It's like, wait, these, these, they're not going together, God. Right. <laughs> I need you to fix it. Right. <laughs> because right. if I'm in purpose and I'm feeling this overwhelmed, I know you're going to make a way for this ultimate right. out for your glory, for, right. you know, according to your purpose. Exactly. And that's the key right there that you're obedient and you're following the purpose and the plan for your life. Because if you're trying to follow somebody else, you may definitely be out there way out of your elements and you're standing on your own. But if you're in line with what God has for you, then you can go to him and say, Lord, this is feeling a bit much now. What is the direction? Here we go. And sometimes you say, yes, sit still and regroup and, mm-hmm. and, and recover. And then there's sometimes you say, I need you to go another level harder because there's something that's going to be on the other side of this push. Right. So. Right. Almost like um, I think you called it. <clears throat> there's a scripture I read recently about birth and the baby. Mm-hmm. You got to push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to push because it's just the, the birth pains can be so hard, mm-hmm. so difficult. It feels like you just cannot push one more second, but you right. do. But you, you, do. you get it and you do and you push it out. And then there's all this relief for any mothers out there. You know what we're talking about, you know, that that when you get past the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The rest is a piece of cake. <laughs> yes. And it's like that in business. There's going to be times you're going to have to push. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what advice or do you have for women who are working in a male dominated field? I like would finance. say be yourself, you know, and the, the good thing about the time today is women are gaining some traction in being respected in the workplace. So we now have a bigger opportunity to be ourselves. But if you go in there trying to blend in and all of that, that will be uncomfortable. If you are yourself, you can be your authentic, bring your authentic gifts to the table, and they will just begin to speak for itself. I just watched um, Barbara Walters mm-hmm. and her um, documentary and her life, and she was in a male-dominated um, industry at the time, and they didn't even want her there, but she just continued to be herself. Mm-hmm. She just continued to work at her highest level of Mm. excellence. She didn't try to do what they were doing. She stayed in her lane, but she was herself and she worked in excellence with whatever she was assigned to do. And Mm. eventually it began to speak for her. So that's my advice. Wherever you are, if it's male dominated, if it's you're the only faith builds one, if you're not the same race in there, you know, if you're a minority in any kind of way, still be yourself, but be yourself at the best version of yourself. And then when you can do that and you're authentic, it will begin to speak for you and they, they won't be denying you. It's your work. And then if there's a place that cannot accept the best version of you, it's not the right place, period. Right. Agreed. Be the best version of yourself. I love it. That is, I mean, those are words to, to live by because 
if you try to walk around faking the funk, right. <laughs> a better term, you're not going to be fulfilled. It's not going to last. No, you'll be and miserable. Yeah, completely. Yeah, <laughs> completely <laughs> miserable. You don't want that. Life is too short to yeah. be miserable. Yeah, go in, bring your A game every time. Mm-hmm. And the rest will follow. The rest yeah. falls into place. The yeah. work, the the results speak for themselves. Yes. So that's great advice. So when you started your business, what would you say was the best advice that you were given? The actually the best advice was similar to what I just said earlier is that whatever you were doing, do it at the highest level because of the word of mouth that affects businesses Mm -hmm. and has Mm -hmm. so much power in business that you want to be careful that whatever you're doing is what you want people to say about your business. So I think that was the best versions that when I serve people, I'm thinking about it from not just the financial solutions, but also the customer experience Mm -hmm. so that you can say, you know what? She did care for me more than just giving me a plan. I, I love the way that she serve and they can carry that around because I don't want to just do your numbers. I want you to, to partner with me and let's make it suitable for you. Right. Right. That's good. That's really great advice um, because your reputation is everything. It's everything. Everything. And you don't know who other people know. Exactly. So that is why it is so important to always be um bringing your A-game, speaking yeah. well of others. <laughs> yeah, if Chick-fil-A is concerned about LaVon's opinion on their burger and they don't want me to post it on my 500 people social media, Chick-fil-A LaVon should be concerned about her business. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A has chicken sandwiches, not burgers. <laughs> oh, a bad chicken sandwich? Yeah. But I know if something's wrong at Chick-fil-A, they rather fix it than you go posting it out on social media. Yes. And we, in our small businesses, they have a success pattern. My small business, I need to be concerned like that, that my reputation precedes me so yes. that people are hearing positive things about yes. what I do for them. Yes. I saw a meme um, on social media where someone said, why do people at Chick-fil-A treat me better than my own family? Right. <laughs> they know the word of mouth effect. And right. it's working. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and referral business often turns into repeat business, which turns into more referral business, which turns into more repeat business. So you see how good that advice was? Yes, that was awesome (laughs) advice. That was awesome advice. And for those that are listening now um, on the replay of of the repost or whatever, I hope that these nuggets of wisdom are, will penetrate and, and um, help you through a situation, um, as you're going through it, before it even happens, give you make you give you arm arm armory um, tools <laughs> to help you get through it successfully, and unscathed. Mm-hmm. How about that? Unscathed. You're going through a trial, but because of what was shared here today by Levon and her experiences um, in building her uh, financial business, financial services business, um, we just pray that you are blessed by the tools and the um, tips 
that were shared with us here today. So in closing, Levon, tell us what's in the future for LTS Financial Solutions. So in the future, I would like to expand to doing more things. So right now we focus on bookkeeping and debt management, but I definitely want to expand into more like corporate auditing and all of that mm -hmm. stuff like that, getting more into the international realm of things and expanding even more into educational workshops. Because as we said in the beginning, people not, doesn't necessarily know what to do. And I didn't realize that that was such a lag out mm -hmm. here in multiple industries. So I definitely want to have a whole branch of like educational workshops where people can, after they have done what they need to do on the finance side, always keep learning. That's mm -hmm. definitely a, a tip. Keep learning no yeah. matter what you're doing. Right. Because the rules change. The rules change all the time. Right. Yeah. So or you get somebody in your life, LTS Financial Solutions, who keep track of all the changes. <laughs> right, right. And your own life changes. So you may need to be updated just for your own personal situations. If the rules aren't changing, things definitely changing every day in your situation. So you may need to just know how to ebb and flow when different things are happening, you know? Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Because um, like with the life changes, I know that people, mm -hmm. things change with when you get married or if you have a baby exactly. or things like that and different impacts that that has to your, um, you know, tax status or exactly. filing status or things like that. So, I mean, and that's like the extent of my financial jargon. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I think the adding the educational side is going to be a key factor for me. I'm yeah. realizing that's a little bit of a passion as yeah. well as on the finance side. So, yeah. And there's definitely a need. You're so right. I mean, because there are so many people starting businesses or operating in their gifts and talents, but numbers just may not be one of them. So it's awesome to have someone to partner with who has that passion for the numbers and for the understanding the changes and the impacts that they have to, to join forces mm -hmm. along mm -hmm. the journey to, um, to towards success. Yeah. 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 So awesome. So how do we reach you? All right. So I have some clients that, that are some friends who need financial solutions to their issues. How do we reach you? So you can send me an email, ltsfinancialsolutions at gmail.com. I know that sounds long, but it's simple. ltsfinancialsolutions at gmail.com. <laughs> Or you can reach me by phone, 706-495-8441. Or, you know, find me on any of my social media platforms on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. And you could send me a, a DM or a message and I'll, I'll be sure to get back to you in some kind of way. Perfect. And are there any items that you would like to promote for people to help as they're starting the new year and maybe budgeting or anything like that? Well, yes, I do have, ta-da, ta-da, <laughs> ta we do have a budget and debt financial planner for LTS Financial, and that's where you can get your budget and your debt together all in the same book, and it doesn't have to feel hard. In my opinion, it's real laid out for even the least of those in the financial world to sort out their monthly, weekly, however you handle your finances, you can sort it out and 
pay off your debt and have a debt plan there. It's wonderful. So it's time to thrive. And that speaks for itself. It's time to no longer just be living any kind of way, but it's time to be thriving financially. Get your financial planner. And I also have my prayer journal for Into the Deep. As I said earlier, you know, I am a child of God and a minister in the gospel. So I also have a prayer journal, which I use to help build business strategies and keep it on track in the in the budget book. I mean, in the prayer journal. So I keep my business strategies in my prayer journal and they go hand in hand. So why don't you get them both? That's right. Get them both. And before we wrap, though, in the budgeting um, uh, portion of the book, some people have different strategies when it comes down to paying down debt. Mm -hmm. Some people say that if you have a high interest credit card Mm -hmm. and it has a huge balance on it, that that's where the focus of your repayment should go while you continue to make the minimum payments on the other cards or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, the avalanche then, method. Okay, and then after you pay off that high interest card, then you use the same money mm-hmm. to pay on the next, next highest mm-hmm. interest card. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, do you agree that that's one of the better ways of paying down debt? Are there other ways to do it? Or what would you... What so. I don't want to sit and say there's one best or better way. I always say you should do what's most comfortable for you. If you're excited to pay down the high interest ones and that's where you want to aim for, then take that approach. But do I feel like you should always be using all the extra income that you have to pay down debt? Yes. No matter which method you choose. If you choose the snowball, the avalanche, the um, highest balance card, whichever way you choose, you should be using as much money as you have to pay down debt, which leads to financial freedom. But whatever you do, choose something and begin to start paying it down. Got it. Got it. I I really appreciate that. Those words of wisdom and and those nuggets uh, being shared there, because like we were talking about earlier, you could have all the money, but if you're not putting it somewhere where it's making sense, right. whether it's a sense of savings it. or um, debt reduction or yeah. Yeah. all yeah. of that, then yeah. you have come on hard times and you're like, wait, where's my savings? Where's my, <laughs> how do I handle this? Because yeah. I have not planned. And then so, when you sit down and look at it, you're amazed at how you've been spending it. But that's why I say it, it has to be tailored to what you can live with because some one else may feel better paying small balances off and getting that reward compared to the high balances, but you need to have some personal satisfaction in your finances as well. Right. Right. And maybe goals too. Like if I'm, if I have a credit card with a $10,000 balance on it and I want to pay it off in a year or, you know, what does that look like? Exactly. That's why I said it could be tailored to the individual and we could decide together the best method for you. It might be a, a a hybrid of several methods because you're trying to do something quick, you're tired of high balances and you have a lot of extra income. Or it could be that you don't have income. So let's start with a, a method that will incentivize you. We're gonna start with the smallest first so that you can see your money working. So it just mm-hmm. depends on the individual in this situation. Right, right. Oh, it's so good. So good. That gives me hope. <laughs> you make it sound so easy. <laughs> yeah, 
So pray for that workshop structure that we could get that in and share hope with a broader audience. You know? Yes, yes. I will join with you in that prayer because we're yes. two or more gathered. <laughs> All right, we can consider it done. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Levon, for your time today. Thank you for joining with us on Renee Speaks. Thank you for these amazing words of wisdom and these golden nuggets to help us get back on the financial track to uh, uh, a financial freedom um, and a savings and a, and a future that we can leave a legacy for people beyond just tomorrow. Yep. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, so until we meet again, this is Renee Hastings of Renee Speaks. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Thank <laughs> you.